Hey there, this is Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to the audio version of my monthly updates for the Dallas-Fort Worth area home and housing market. Since this is the audio from a video update, you may hear me reference a picture or graph from time to time. I do my best to explain what's happening in those visual pieces anyways, so hopefully you can still get the content, and you can always go check out the video on my YouTube channel, Chase Hansen, DFW Realtor, if you feel like you missed anything. That should be all you need to know. Uh, you can find all my contact info if you need any help with real estate needs on my YouTube channel as well. I hope you find this helpful. Let's get into it. Hey there, I'm Chase Hansen, your DFW Realtor, and welcome to my market update for December 2022. We made it, everybody. The last month of the year, the season of lights, family gatherings, office parties, and spending way too much money on gifts and traveling. But at the end of the day, it's worth it for the people you care about. Right. I love this time of year and we are in the thick of it, getting our Christmas cards ready, planning which parties are going to be which weekend. And it's my personal mission to go see every Christmas lights display that I can find in Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. So if you have any recommendations for those places, seriously, leave them in the comments. I want recommendations. But why am I talking about this? This is a real estate market update. Who cares if the holidays are crazy? Well, it's actually relevant for the housing market. You see, the holidays and transition into the new year tend to be the slowest part of the year for the housing market. If you look at home sale numbers over the last few decades, if you look at home prices, all of it, you consistently see that December and January are a dip, a low point in the year for the real estate market. And then things pick up with spring and summer, then cool down again in fall, and then it starts all over again. A lot of people don't realize it, but this is a consistent trend year after year. And the reason for that is because People don't like to move during the holidays. Winter is a time of year people want to feel settled and cozy. They have a lot going on, whether it's traveling or parties or just wanting to wait for end-of-year bonuses to make any big financial decisions. This year has some really specific things going on in the real estate market. You're going to want to know about whether you're buying or selling or wondering what the next year holds as we move into 2023. We're going to hit all of that stuff, so stay tuned. But first, if you're not already subscribed to my channel, make sure you're following for monthly market updates giving you up-to-date info about the DFW North Texas real estate market, as well as local highlights and pro tips for people moving, thinking about moving. Like this video if you like it, and be sure to share it with a friend if you think they'd be interested in keeping up with the market. This is valuable info for homeowners and people who want to be homeowners in the DFW area. Now, without further ado, let's get into the update. Alright, now it's time for the news on the ground. This is the part of the update where I tell you what it's like to be a buyer or seller in today's real estate market based on my experience and conversations I'm having with other agents in our market to give you an up-to-date picture of what to expect. So as usual, we'll start with an update for home buyers. Buyers, you have a lot more inventory to choose from right now. And the sellers who are motivated are opening up to the fact that buyers have the power in our current market. Here's an example of what I'm talking about. We just had some buyers get a $15,000 concession from a seller to do electrical repairs after closing. That's money being paid back to them to do the work because the seller's home had been sitting for a long time. He knew the work needed done, and he knew it would cost him more time and money to go find new buyers than to agree to what they needed to make their deal work out. Every situation is unique, but that's where things are at right now. 
And if you have an experienced agent who knows what questions to ask and how to have these negotiation conversations, you're having the easiest time in years getting an agreeable response for repairs, help with closing costs, and agreeing on a fair market value to get you into a home. So if you're in a place where you can afford it, and the best way to know that is to talk to a local lender. I'd be happy to recommend one if you don't have one already in mind. Uh, just shoot me a message on Instagram or email me through the info in my channel. But if you're in a place where you can afford it, now is likely going to be one of the easiest points in the market to be a buyer when it comes to inventory of options, price, and getting sellers to the negotiating table. I love working with buyers, whether you've done this before or it's your first time. I'm actually in the process of putting together a 2023 home buyers kit that will help you know what to think about, what the process is like, and I will personally walk you through anything and everything to get you into the right place. So let me know in the comments if that's something you're interested in. All right, now let's talk about home sellers. Our team has had a couple homes go under contract in the last few weeks, and here's what we're seeing. Things are sitting on the market longer. That's just the condition things are in right now. I don't want to sugarcoat it. We've just talked about how things are easier right now for buyers. And the unfortunate truth is that means things are a little tighter for sellers. But hear me say this because I know this can be discouraging or scary. The market being slower for sellers right now does not mean it's impossible. It doesn't mean you have to lose money on your home if you need to move but it will be more important than ever to have a professional agent who knows how to present and market your house and give you the right advice on pricing and negotiations, and it will be more important than ever to have that to protect your family and your investment. So this is the market where the wheat gets separated from the chaff for realtors. Uh, when you've got five other houses in your neighborhood that are also for sale and you need to move to get on with your life, you don't want a part-time agent or your cousin's son who's in college but got his real estate license to be representing you. You want someone who knows what they're doing and a brokerage you can trust to get results. And someone who can coach you in a realistic and thoughtful way to get the most eyes on your house to get sold without selling you out. So there's a reason me and my team pay out of our own pockets for professional photos on every house that we sell. I have a background in writing content and I take listing descriptions and how potential buyers will react to a Zillow post really seriously. When we think through pricing, we show you our work and think through how people are going to find your property when they're searching to give you advice and position you well. You want to be taken care of, especially in this market when you have more competition as a seller. I'm not here to sugarcoat this market. Every market shift is going to benefit some people and hurt other people. I'm here to make sure that you're an educated consumer and to be a resource for you if, it's, if you decide it's time for you to buy or sell a home in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. No matter how the market continues to shift, I'll be here. I work with a team who's been through recessions, bull markets, bear markets, and we have the infrastructure and resources to serve you and take care of you when it's your time to move. Now we're about to talk about something really interesting that happened recently that might be a peek into a major movement happening in the housing market in 2023. So stay tuned for that. 
But first, if you haven't already, drop a like on this video. And if you were thinking about buying or selling a house in the next year, I want you to leave a comment with your biggest question or concern about the housing market. I'd love to see those. All right, now it's time for our statistics section, what I call our nerd corner, where we dive deeper into the numbers, trends, and the why behind the things happening in the real estate market. So on today's nerd corner, I actually want to talk about something that happened back on November 10th. So the Consumer Price Index, uh, CPI, a report that is essential for tracking inflation, showed that prices did not rise as quickly in October as they were expected to. As a result, mortgage interest rates dropped a significant amount that week and have not climbed as quickly since then. So this is a great sign for a number of reasons, and it gives us hope for what might be coming down the road. Let me tell you what I mean. First, just the general fact that inflation might be slowing down is big news. Everyday people like you and me have been struggling with higher grocery bills, higher costs for living, and it truly feels like everything has just doubled in price in the last couple years. This hurts people's budgets, stresses people out, and drops a bunch of uncertainty not only into the economy, but into real people's lives. If that were to end, it would be a huge relief. And in the real estate world, if people feel like they have a stable cost of living, they feel like they can budget and save for a home again. That helps the real estate market normalize and hopefully allows the whole economy to normalize a bit. Second, interest rates have been rising in reaction to inflation. Now, this is not a one-to-one -one thing though, so it's complicated. I'm gonna to try to give you the basics so you can understand why these are connected so the rest of this makes sense. So the Federal Reserve, the Fed, has been raising the interest rate basis points that impacts the rates that banks are able to give for consumer credit. So things like holding balances on credit cards and, important for our conversation, mortgage rates. So it's not that the Fed controls mortgage rates, but mortgage rates respond to what the Fed is doing in raising those basis points. I know. The Federal Reserve has been raising those rates because they want to curb spending and demand in the economy as a whole, so that lower demand will lead to lower prices. So the housing market has been a big part of this push since it's such a large sector of the economy. And the Fed seems to think that by cooling or crashing consumer demand through pinching access to affordable credit and leverage, that will kill the inflation monster that's the bigger threat to the economy in the long run. So that's the idea. So if inflation numbers seem to be slowing down, what happened to the mortgage rates was a bit of a leap for joy that there might be a light at the end of the tunnel. So here's what this means and what it doesn't mean. This does not mean that mortgage rates are about to fall back to pandemic 2.5% or 3% levels. In fact, I would guess that rates will probably rise a bit more before they truly begin to go down. The numbers that came out in November could be an outlier or a fluke. They could be a sign that inflation is starting to peak. I don't think we'll know that until we've seen what numbers come out in December and January, and the Fed has already signaled that it will likely be raising the basis points again at its next meetings. The question will be how aggressive will those rate hikes be and how they're reading their own impact as they look at the numbers. So hold your horses a bit if you're wanting a, the big rate shift and drop. What this does mean is that things will shift at some point, and the signs are indicating that that is on the horizon, not way far off. Now, this is a sign that the measures the Fed has been taking are having an impact, and inflation should normalize at some point soon. For our housing market conversation, this really shows that mortgage rates are eager to drop the moment those numbers change, and the Fed takes its foot off the gas. 
It's impossible for me to say exactly when that will happen. I doubt it will be in the first part of next year, but it's coming. I'll share some thoughts about how to strategize as a buyer if those mortgage rates are something you're waiting on as a final thing to wrap up this in a second here. But go ahead and drop a like if you think that it's good news on the inflation front. I don't know about you, but even the suggestion that inflation is coming to an end gives me some hope. So to finish out the update here, I just wanted to give some strategic thoughts for people thinking of buying in the next year or so who are waiting for those mortgage rates to drop. First off, I don't blame you. Mortgage rates are a huge part of affordability. That's why the Fed has been so effective in slowing down the real estate market. If you price people out of getting a loan or limit their price range so much that they can't get a house that meets their needs, things slow down and that's what we've been seeing. If you're waiting to jump in, I just give you a heads up that you're not the only one. And the second that interest rates drop in a way that opens up affordability to a broader group of people, you're going to see the housing market speed back up, prices start rising again, hopefully not the crazy rate that they were, and a lot of your advantages in the market will disappear. I said it earlier, every market shift benefits some people and hurts others. So my recommendation is to prioritize what conditions you're looking for to get into the market. And start doing pre-work so you can be ready to get as many benefits of the current market as you can while still having the affordability you need. Is there a particular interest rate you need? Monthly payment you need? Whatever it is you're waiting for, I'd say put a name to it and think through that now so you don't miss it when it comes. The market will shift again. My professional opinion is that the first movers will be the ones that get the most benefits, gain the most equity in their new home quicker as prices start rising again, and have the most options available to them before competition speeds up the market too much. If you want help doing that pre-work, I'd love to make myself available as a resource. Just email chasehanson at remax.net and I'd be happy to talk through priorities with you. Make a game plan, connect you to lenders who can help you think through numbers. No cost for that help. I just hope that you'll use me when you're ready to hit the ground running to make a purchase or sell your home. Same thing if you're a seller. If you'd like a consultation whether you're getting ready to sell in the next several months or just want to know where your home value is right now so you can plan with your family and goals longer term, I'd be happy to help. Same thing, just shoot me an email at chasehanson at remax.net. We can talk. Thanks so much for watching or listening. Again, my name is Chase Hansen. I'm a real estate agent in the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex. I'm based in Arlington, the middle of the DFW, and serve the broader area. And I'd be happy to help you however I can. If you're not already subscribed, be sure to hit the subscribe button to stay updated on the housing market and see the other content I put out. You can also follow and connect with me on Instagram at Hanson Realtors DFW. Thanks for watching today. I'll see you next time.